You're listening to the Employee Safety Podcast from Alert Media, a podcast for professionals responsible for the safety and well-being of their employees. Each episode features an interview with a leader in employee safety to discuss how to protect your employees from a wide array of threats, from severe weather to a global pandemic. Let's get into the show. I'm Peter Steinfeld, and welcome back to the Employee Safety Podcast. Today's episode features Saad Qureshi, Human Resources Manager at Campbell's Soup Company. Campbell's has been around for more than 150 years and currently has 14,000 employees across North America. Saad has nearly a decade of experience in HR, and he describes himself as a new school HR professional with a real passion for people. He joined Campbell's right when the COVID-19 pandemic hit in March of 2020 and helped the company implement the new facets of safety that came along with it. I spoke with Saad about the strategies Campbell's HR team uses to improve culture and employee engagement, and I think you'll find the conversation both educational and inspiring. Let's dive in. Saad, I know you've experienced immense changes in your two years at Campbell's from the COVID-19 pandemic to corporate acquisitions such as Pepperidge Farm. What's that been like for you to start in and then manage through such a strange time? Yeah, Peter, great question. It's been challenging, definitely. I always joke with my coworkers, I do not know Campbell's or Pepperidge without COVID. I started here right when the pandemic started, and I had a whole week uh, without the mask mandate that came in. Wow. So it's still a joke between uh, myself and my coworkers where I still learn people's faces two years later working with them. A lot of times people joke that, uh, oh, I didn't know you had a beard. <laughs> right. And it's always fun. But, you know, the biggest challenge really has been is keeping our employees safe. Mm. And, you know, that has been number one priority from day one. I'm very proud to say that the steps we've taken as an organization has really uh, cemented uh, when I started this position, why I chose to join the company. We've done a great job keeping all our employees safe, our customers safe, our contractors safe, and really made sure that you know, with all the changes during the pandemic, you know, we were communicating everything up front. And so there was no surprises. But we were also being honest with our employees, saying that we don't have all the answers right away. And, you know, we're kind of going through some of these challenging times blind. How important do you think that was to, to be very honest and upfront with people? Like, did that make a big difference in, in the trust and the response you got from your employees? Very, very important. Absolutely. I think employees appreciate the honest answers, even if those answers are, I don't have the answers. You know, a lot of times employees are looking to us as leaders to have all the answers, but there's something about, you know, taking that acknowledgement and really taking that ownership to say, we don't know what we don't know. And learning through that process. And many times it's the employees that teach us that new process. They're the ones working day in and day out on the floor, on the production floor, producing the product that goes to all our customers. We need to learn from them and leverage their knowledge on what works best versus uh, deciding on our own. And I think we've done a great job having that partnership across all levels of the organization during this time to remain open, stay profitable, and really merging the cultures together. Oh, that's great. And it's it's counterintuitive, but it not knowing something and admitting it can actually establish deeper trust with someone than trying to obfuscate or make something up on the fly. You're absolutely right. It's been very important. It's something I'm very proud of we do across the organization, and it's definitely helped us through the process. That's great. Well, what's your primary passion or focus when it comes to your role? I think to me, I always joke, I was thrown into the world of HR after mm -hmm. I finished my collegiate 
career, HR was something that I fell into and immediately fell in love. Uh, my passion really is the people. I work where I work because of the people. There's a lot of opportunities out there, but there's something about helping employees, making sure that we're opening doors for them, building opportunities, and really being involved. And that's something I'm very proud of to be part of my craft. Yeah. Well, companies are nothing without people. So if you put them first, it's amazing what will happen. You're absolutely right. Uh, something I learned very early on as a, as a young HR professional was I thought I knew all the answers. And, uh, you know, very early on realized I was completely wrong and partnering with the people and focusing on the folks, uh, something I'm very proud to say I've done pretty well throughout the years and uh, it's appreciated throughout the organization. Yeah. Well, with HR leaders taking on new responsibilities and their roles are evolving with the current circumstances, how does that impact the employees and their overall experiences in the workplace, in your opinion? I think the biggest thing is it's the humans, not robots mentality. Mm. everybody is different. We cannot use the one size fits all mentality. There's policies, of course, that are administered across different organizations, but we really need to empower our employees and, and build the tools for them. And I always joke, I want to be so good at my job that I, you don't need HR anymore one day. Mm. Everybody's empowered with all the tools and all the procedures where they can run the business without themselves. And, uh, Long time away from that, but that is the ultimate goal that I see for myself and the role of HR. So how do you and your team accomplish that? What are some ways that Campbell's improves employee engagement? There's many different things we do. For our employees on the production floor, it's simple things like giving back events in the community, pizza parties, charitable donation, which we match for employee raises for a charitable cause that they are like. Oh, wow. But besides that, um, really keeping our employees motivated with upfront communication, events and benefits that help them, help their family, and really that work-life balance that everybody deserves. Yeah. I, I do love that idea of Campbell's giving back to communities through charitable support and how that really helps contribute to the company's overall culture. Is that something that you think other organizations could learn from or could model off of? I absolutely think so. I think it says so much about an organization giving back in the community it really strengthens the employee's engagement. It helps with retention and the satisfaction, but it also builds your name in the community. It keeps the business going. It, the business becomes a partner to the community. Yeah, it makes sense because if you feel like you're part of a community, that's a lot harder to leave than if you just have a job. If you just have a job, well, I can go just get a job anywhere else. But if I know these are people that have my back and there's other things that I accomplish and receive through engagement with this community, I'm much more likely to stay. In the area I work in, there's many competitors and there's many jobs. And in the market we live in today, you've heard of the great resignation. Oh, yeah. There's so many opportunities out there. So we need to be ahead of the game and you know, make sure we attract the right talent and keep and retain that talent for the organization to grow. As you think about employee safety as a part of being part of your culture, do you think that helps retain employees and motivates them when they know the company has their back? I 100% agree. Especially in manufacturing, safety is a huge priority. Safety is something we should live and breathe because we can put out as much product as possible, but if we're doing it in a way where employees are getting hurt, what's the point? Really keeping our employees safe by putting the right policies in place, the right procedures in place. It motivates the employees to work harder. And it also, re they realize that the company has their best interest. How can someone like you in, in a role that you have 
I guess, bark up the chain and make upper level executives understand why it's important to invest a little bit of money in, in safety and, and protocols and things like that and the downstream benefit that it's going to have. What message do you take to them? I think it's an open communication channel. I'm lucky enough to have some wonderful leaders that I work for that are, that are willing to listen and take the time. Mm. You know, I, I run a plant. They're running a whole organization, so I understand how busy they may be. But they really take the time to listen and get feedback from not just one site, but the various sites and get the folks in the front lines involved because we're the ones who are dealing with things on a daily basis. But with that upstream communication, uh, we've been able to make some great changes and implement some great tools for our employees that they can utilize. So I think open communication is the biggest benefit. So basically just sharing like, hey, this is what we're experiencing on the floor and making sure that the, you're kind of the conduit. You're saying, okay, what's going on? Okay, leaders, here's what's happening. And you're just making sure there's a, a flow of information back and forth. And that's a, just a great way to get it going. You're absolutely right. And the other part is people need to be willing to listen and take mm. some of those egos out. You know, at the end of the day, we all work for the same organization. And yes, there's roles and hierarchies, but we want to make sure we all succeed together. And these are the small things we could do to succeed together. Yeah. Well, Campbell's is a, a huge organization by most standards. Do you work with the other HR leaders at the other job sites and compare notes or collaborate? How does that work for you guys? Absolutely. One of the things that attracted me to Campbell's was the HR culture, the org HR organization as a whole. Not only do we have a weekly touch base with HR organization, we internally work together. I have some great peers at other sites that I bounce ideas off in many ways, steal the best practices <laughs> right. and share and compare because what is working for them and what are the ideas they may have used may be implemented at my site as well. And the cross-sharing of information is very, very helpful. Mm. What is the saying in art? There are no new ideas, just stolen ones. <laughs> Why not? I mean, you know, just learn from other people's bad experiences so you don't have to go through the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Well, do you have a memorable moment or one of those days on the job that you could share with our listeners that impacted your approach to human resources? Absolutely. I think the biggest memorable day is we had an employee here that unfortunately lost their battle to COVID. Mm. They contracted it outside of work and unfortunately, you know, did not make it. And that really put in my job and what we do into perspective to say, you know, we're coming into work every day, we will move on. But, you know, that's a family, that's, you know, a, a wife, a daughter who lost their father, who lost their husband. And, you know, to me, making that call to give my condolences to the family was probably one of the hardest things I had to do in my life. Mm. But that was nothing compared to what they're going through. So what I had in my job, it was really around making sure I can provide as much support as possible whether it was information on benefits or next steps or employee assistance program to make sure that they're taken care of. And that's the one day, you know, I realize, you know, what I do has a bigger purpose and a bigger meaning. Hmm. And it's not just about, you know, coming into work every day. These are employees we work with every day that have their own individual stories that we need to be able to listen to and contribute. And that's why you know, I really, really enjoy what I do in the company I work for. Mm, yeah, that's a, it's a terrible situation that happened there. I mean, you and your team have to deal with all these potentially really negative incidents. 
What does that mean for you from a, a mental health perspective? I think it's very important to realize as human resources, you know, we're tasked with helping employees and talking to them and listening to their stories. But we as HR professionals need someone too. I think mental health is so important for HR professionals because we hear all sorts of stories. We are here to solve all s- sort of issues. Mm. And I think as HR professionals, it's so important to take that mental break and be able to connect with folks at a personal level. It keeps you, it keeps myself motivated throughout the day. Mm. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, in your opinion, what should be top of mind for any HR professional uh, or people officer right now? I think the biggest thing is really understanding the people and the culture of the company and trying to adapt to it. A lot of times, HR professionals are working to try to change the culture. And that's fine. That's absolutely needed in many ways. But really getting buy-in first from the employees and the leadership Simple things like providing company information in different languages, be conscious of food restrictions, the small things like that, employees appreciate it. You know, everybody feels included. You're not alienating anybody. And I think that's something all HR professionals really need to look at. Man, that's really hard because like, as you as an individual human, there's things that you care about holiday wise and this and that and the other thing. And it's really hard to think about all these other perspectives that come in there. How do you do that? Like, do you, do you go to workshops? Do you like, where do you learn this stuff? Do you just talk to employees and, and make sure you're open-minded? What, what's the best way to get into the minds and the shoes of everyone else? I think it's a combination um, having that two-way communication, whether that is through open workshops, communication meeting with the employees, but also really just understanding the, the culture. You know, I have a great group of supervisors and managers that you know, provide me information that I follow up on but also just talking to the employees. I always joke about going on the plant floor without a purpose. And sometimes it's mm-hmm. just to see what's going on. I don't need to know about someone's paycheck. I don't need to know about someone's taxes. Just really talking to the employees of how their day is going. And it always catches people off guard because unfortunately when HR is on the floor, the stigma is, uh-oh, who did something wrong? <laughs> right. But it's really about, no, I'm just here to talk to you. How's your day going? I know you told me about that sports team you like. They won. What did you do to celebrate? And just moving on for the day. And it's always fun to have that conversation with employees. Yeah, that's great. And we hear that with like security professionals too. They say the first time you meet security shouldn't be when you've done something wrong. Same thing with HR. Like just become embroiled in the culture, get out there, talk to people. And it should be no surprise if they ever come make a visit to you because you know what you did wrong. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I've really enjoyed the conversation today. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I've enjoyed this as well. It's been very enlightening and refreshing. Excellent. Well, if anyone wants to continue the conversation with you directly, how can they do that? How can they reach out there? Absolutely. Uh, employees can reach out to me at my uh, company email address, sad underscore Qureshi at campbells.com. Excellent. Well, thank you for that. And uh, thanks to all of our listeners for joining us on the Employee Safety Podcast. If you like what you heard, I encourage you to subscribe to future episodes on Alert Media's website or your favorite podcast player. We'd also appreciate it if you could leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, which is a great way to help others learn about the show. Stay safe out there. Until next time. Alert Media is changing the way your leaders and response teams connect and communicate effectively when seconds matter. We provide our customers with a comprehensive solution for monitoring threats around the world and deploying fast, effective emergency communication. You need a panic-proof solution for high-stakes moments. 
In just a few clicks, your team can send a multi-channel notification to an impacted group of people and confirm their safety immediately. When employee safety is at stake, don't just communicate. Connect and confirm with a robust emergency communication solution. Visit alertmedia.com for more information. You've been listening to the Employee Safety Podcast. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you're listening in Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to give a quick rating of the show. Just tap the number of stars you think the podcast deserves. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.